Yeah, Ash Burnham was amazing. I mean, the Holy Spirit came, you know, and he came with a big, a big bang, you know, over that weekend. And it was amazing for us just to see how the church gathered, you know, how the church had dinner together, breakfast together, lunches together, and just the amazing fun we had and laughter. And it was just awesome to see how, how it all unfolded. Um, but for us as a family, we actually had a, a slight challenge um, during the weekend. Um, Angie had, uh, I don't know, you, you can tell the story better than I am. Do you want to talk yes, a little bit? Yes, I'll jump in. So um, Herman can tell you I am absolutely terrified of speaking today. <laughs> One of my biggest fears is public speaking, um, and I'm also a very private person. So I am... Um, but in the last two weeks since Ashburnham, um, I've had you know, a lot of prompting from the Holy Spirit to say, um, you know, this is about me and not about you. So it doesn't matter how it comes out of your mouth as long as it does. Um, so about 10 days before Ashburnham, um, I had a, I had a, um, a procedure and biopsy um, after... Um, abnormal cells had um, been found in, you know, the dreadful three-year um, checkup. Um, and two days later, after that, um, my cycle started, which I was really happy about because I knew when we got to Ashburnham, it would be, you know, it would I would be, be out of the woods. Um, so we arrived on the Friday, um, and as we arrived, that was not the case. Um, there was a flood that I've never in my life experienced, and. Um, I was thinking, you know, it's this, you know, it is, this is linked to the procedure that I had. Um, so it, it continued through the Saturday, um, and by Sunday morning, I was feeling so weak and so um, horrible um, in the morning service. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't stay there. I was falling asleep in the service. I was really feeling horrible. So um, I went to my tent, walked up the service, went to my tent and just lay down. Um, obviously, Herman was really, really um, worried um, and decided that he wanted to take me to Pembury Hospital. Um, <clears throat> but before that, he asked Adam to pray for me. Um, so by lunch, she was she was mad at me at that time. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I was feeling. You know, I felt really embarrassed. But um, yeah, luckily he did. So at lunch lunchtime, Adam anointed me and prayed for me. Um, at that moment, we didn't know yet, but that the flood stopped immediately, right there and then. By three o'clock that afternoon, my, my strength had returned and I was feeling myself again. Um, so through this whole story, I have first of all learned that through God, nothing is impossible. And second of all, I've learned that um, God wants to use us as his vessels. And sometimes all we need to do is to step out of our comfort zones yeah, and let him do his work. Uh, that was that was awesome and we we truly saw the holy spirit just do something amazing amazing um but that was not all um that was just one of the things that happened um on when was it saturday night right yeah saturday night jeeves came up to me and he said herman your son made a decision and he sneaked into my ear and I was like, okay, well, I thought, I thought he made a decision years ago. And then the next morning, I took him apart, Herman, and I said, what happened last night? And he said, Daddy, I made a decision to follow Jesus with my own heart, and I'm going to sow myself now into him. 
And I was just like bawling, like, I got to the car because I had to go and feed the dogs and stuff. But uh, yeah, I was just crying. And then later on, I heard that five boys from our church made first-time decisions. And girls. And girls. Yeah, sorry, girls, boys and girls. Um, <laughs> but but that's, that's significant church because that weekend, there was hundreds of kids, hundreds of people that made decisions. You know, and it says, I think it's Luke 15, 7, that says for every one person that comes to the Lord in faith, every one person, it's better than 99 that are having, living good lives. You know, and there's a party in heaven when people make decisions. And uh, it, was, it was amazing. We, we were so blessed by Ash Burnham, and we just thank God and the Holy Spirit for what he did. Amen. Thank you. Absolutely fantastic. Well done. We are so glad you shared that. Thank you so much. That's brilliant. Now, there are a couple of other people. So, um, Chrissy, where are you? Chrissy Bolton. Do you want to come forward? Because you, it was a little bit earlier, wasn't it? Actually, not over the summer. It was a little bit earlier. I won't tell your story. <laughs> so, um, I'm not much one for getting up and speaking in the front either. But um, um, I have a history of a bad back, which started probably about three years ago when I had a new role working in a nursery and my back went bad in the first week I was there but I didn't want to tell anyone but it was excruciatingly painful and um, then it got better and probably about a year ago it started to get bad about every two months um, so a year ago we had a lovely young 20 year old French lass who some of you will know, um, was Esther. And I was taking her to the station in the morning and I was heading to work and I got in the car and I just screamed. She'd only been with us a week. She didn't know me very well. And these tears were pouring out and I was kind of laughing and screaming and laughing and screaming. And I, I got her to the station because I couldn't get out of the car. And I did get to work. And um, they sent me home before I got in the door. And I thought that day, actually, I'm going to have to hand my notice in by the end of the year. I can't, I can't do this, really, because I work with young children, lots of picking them up and bending down and sitting on the floor. Um, no adult chairs in the room. So I thought, actually, I'm going to have to hand my notice in. Um, and then some months back, um, there was a call from the front, and Adam said, anybody here that's got a pain, put, put your hand on the bit that hurts. So I was like, yeah, okay. Like not with some great faith or anything. I just did what I was told. And um, something moved under my fingers. And it felt like um, something the size of a button or a smarty that just went like that. And it was really weird. It was very unusual. And it was so out there, I couldn't quite process it. So I didn't even tell my husband, Paul, who was right next to me. I didn't tell him until the next day. And um, months went by and my back was fine and I noticed I wasn't lifting my leg to get in and out of the car. And I was fine at work and I could sit on the floor and jump up and down and it was very different. So I'm just here in awe of a God that has us all in his grip really. That um, I'm just very, very grateful that this Lord of the universe and everything should uh, do that and just 
so grateful that he opens up his upside-down kingdom to us where impossible things become possible. There we go. You know, one of the, one of the points of um, testimony is that it will raise faith and expectation in you. So if you're listening to these testimonies thinking, yeah, I've got something similar, can I encourage you to get the benefit of it by then going to some of these folks afterwards and saying, will you lay your hands on me and pray for me so that you also can receive? Because God is good to all, isn't he? He is good to all his children. So if you have an issue, it's, it's not like a specialist thing where one person is favored above another. Uh, in fact, Chrissy, would you pray? If you'd pray for Penny, because that, that would, not right now, but afterwards, that would be great. If that's your back, that would be good. Okay, okay. John, where are you? John, do you want to come forward? Let's welcome John. So you um, came to Ashburnham. I did. Do you want to just carry on from there? Um, I'd like to start before there, in fact, um, because I feel... How far are we going to go back here, John? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm only 27, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and no, seriously, uh, Church, I, I feel that I'm in a, a new season um, and a new spirit-filled season because um, it, it all started for me. I went to the Hillsong Worship um, conference in the O2 uh, arena and because I have a, a hearing difficulty um, I was privileged to sit in a different area within um, the complex uh, and I was amongst some very loving and caring um, young ladies who were servers there. Um, I, I went through the first evening um, on the Friday and uh, sung my heart out Nobody could hear me with 18,000 people there. So um, that was a, a blessing in disguise for them. But um, seriously, at the end of the evening, um, I wasn't in a rush to get up and go out. Uh, and the young um, lady, young girl that had been sitting two or three um, rows uh, in front and off to one side um, from me, made a beeline for me at the end. All her friends went one way, she came the other way. And she came up to me and said, um, I've, I've got a message from the Holy Spirit for you. Um, are you willing to take it? Uh, and I was gobsmacked. Um, I, I said, yes, of course. And at the moment that she gave me um, this message, I, I felt a real warmth just go through my whole body. And I felt this is the Holy Spirit filling me. Uh, and it was love. I, I, I just, I, I, I grabbed my, my chest um, to, uh, to fill the warmth of it. Uh, and it overflowed, it overflowed. I told this young girl whose name was Marie. She came from Germany. And I said that I love her. <laughs> Honestly, I had so much love in me, it was just overflowing. And that, that was the start of, of this new season for me. I, um, I experienced something similar, uh, as many people have. They've been supporting um, Ruth um, through her difficult um, difficulties. 
and I went into the room with Wilbert one evening to, um, uh, to pray uh, in my attempt to pray healing as well. Uh, and I felt this presence. I was very aware of a presence of the Holy Spirit being in that environment with Ruth. Uh, and uh, all I could say was the words were to, to confirm to her that all will be well. Uh, and this was much um, of, of the message, much the same sort of message that was given to me by this young lady at Hillsong Worship weeks before. And when I came out of the room, again, I felt so filled with the Holy Spirit. I, I, I felt I was giggling at a time. It was uncontrollable. Um, and I, I almost felt ashamed because I was laughing or joyful about a situation which was and is quite sad in, in many respects. Um, and it went on, went on from there to Ashburnham. And I attended every session that was available because I'm, I'm a new Christian. I want to soak up everything that's going. Uh, learn as much as I can. Get the knowledge so that I'm in a, a creditable position to pass this on. I went to one of the afternoon sessions. It was to do with healing. And I'd, I'd never really attempted to do healing on a one-to-one -one basis or what I call a serious basis because I wasn't convinced that I was filled with the gift of healing. But we were encouraged to get into threes. Um, I immediately did that with two lovely ladies, young ladies. And um, they, they asked if I would start. So one of the young ladies actually asked for healing, for stress, very uptightness. She, she was going through a difficult period. Uh, and it was, as she put it, it was all in the head, um, this, this strain and stress. And so I prayed over her and I prayed for healing. At the end of it, she burst into tears. And I thought, oh dear, that's not a good start. <laughs> uh, and she, she explained that this weight that she felt that she'd been carrying had just disappeared. And, and I couldn't believe it. God, God had channeled his energy through me and given it to this young lady. I'd got a success, if you like, in healing. <laughs> Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to stand here and say that I've definitely got a gift of healing because I, um, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going to work. I'm going to work with every, everything that God gives me. That, that excited me, and I, I floated out of that um, tent uh, at the end of that session and went to the next one, and I think it was the same lady talking about... Um, filling us with the gifts, and in particular tongues. Well, tongues is not something that I've ever actually placed a lot of importance on. Um, I thought I would much rather be able to heal somebody or to prophesy or evangelize in some sort of way. And um, anyway, I participated for um, prayer uh, at the, um, the end of the session, as just about everybody else did. Uh, and um, some gentleman prayed over me, 
uh, and said anything, and I said no, sorry. And, and he did this for about three, maybe four times. Time just disappeared. And he kept on and on and on. He persevered. And by the end of it, I was gibbering. <laughs> or, or some would say I was talking in some form of tongues. And I walked again out of that tent. Um, I walked across the grass back towards the campsite. Uh, and it was still flowing. This was coming out. I don't know what it meant. I don't know how to do it. I couldn't stand here and manufacture it now. It, it's just something that comes, I know. And I think it was Herman or Big Paul, I think, that one of the chaps that was on the campsite said, hi, how are you? And I said, I feel drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel drunk. I, I've not gibbered this way before, you know. And it, it, it was amazing. God, God was working for me. And, and I want to be filled even more. So. so that's not bad then. <laughs> so filled with the Spirit, you're speaking in tongues, you pray for someone, they got set free. Yeah, that's a good summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah God's at work, isn't he? Wow, okay. Now, there are a couple of other people that I'm looking for. Is Faye around? Yes, there you are. Let's welcome Faye. Come on, Faye. And you've been praying, haven't you? Yeah, okay. Tell us about that then. Can I just say, there would have been a time where I couldn't have got up in front of everybody like this. And I spoke in front of 200 people at Ashburnham. Um, <laughs> and I think my strength really comes from the Lord now. It really does. Um, I would have been a quivering wreck at school. Um, so, briefly... Um, I have a friend from my son's old school who goes to St. Peter's and St. Paul's in Seal. Um, and she came away from the faith because of a mental illness after her third child. And um, I met with them accidentally at Item Moat, um, the, the dad and two little girls, beautiful girls. And I messaged the mum that night and said, you both create such beautiful girls, they're just gorgeous. And she answered back um, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday morning, beautiful but feisty. Honestly, bedtimes are such a nightmare, Faye. Both of them screaming and shouting at me last night, which would have been Monday, until I burst into tears. I don't know how to make bedtimes any better. We've tried so many different tactics. Do you know any sleep fairies? Well, I thought to myself, no, but I do know God. <laughs> so... I've included her in my 1102 prayers every day. And yesterday morning, I had a text. <laughs> I never answered her text. I got really busy during the week with my children, husband's ill. And she answered, she came back to me yesterday morning. She said, did you pray for us? She said, bedtime has been so much better since Tuesday. Wow. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Isn't that good to have an encouragement about prayer in the middle of a 21 days of prayer? Yeah. I think that's really, really important that we hear that, that God answers prayer. We're not just doing something because we fancy doing it. We're doing it because we are speaking to a God who is able to do all things. Right, now, uh, one more. Jody, are you willing? Yes, you are. Great. Great. <laughs> 
Okay, so um, you very bravely came away to Ashburnham with us as a church. Now, have you done that before? I suffer with a lot of social anxiety. And standing up here, I'm just not going to look at anyone. Um, and I've been at Hope for about 18 months, I think, and not really spoken to people. I've got three daughters, and they're always like, Mum, Mum. So I just pretty much come and then go. Um, and I thought, this is going to be the perfect opportunity. But I only booked to go to Ashburnham literally at like 11 o'clock the night of the deadline because I was so nervous about doing it. Did it. I booked to go with just two of my girls on my own um, so that my husband could look after the other one. Um, and I came and I thought it would be a great opportunity to speak to everybody, to get to know some people. Um, but it kind of hid away in my tent on Friday because I was so nervous. Um, so yeah, I have done something before. I did New Wine about five, five years ago and loved it with my previous church. Um, yeah. Well, I think we all think you did great, actually, didn't she? She did really well to come along, and it was great to have you there as well. And then um, one evening you came forward, and so tell us about that. What happened? I think it was Saturday mornings with um, Terry Virgo, and right at the end he had said, does anyone want to come and receive God? And I, Gemma had looked at me and said, are you going to do it? And I was like, no, 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 thank you. And I waited and waited and was like, you know, I want to do this, but I'm just so scared to step forward. And I saw Adam standing on his own. And I thought, you know, what? I don't want to go up to Gemma because Gemma knows me a lot. <laughs> um, let's go up to somebody I don't really know. So I went over to Adam and I said, will you pray for me? Um, and he did. And during that time, I kind of, again, was... I was trying to open myself up to it, but I felt like, I'm so nervous, what's going to happen? Am I going to start talking tongues? Because that's what was being prayed for. Um, is this for me? You know, like, why am I up here? And it was with another lady as well, and they, just, they were both speaking in tongues, so I had no idea what they were praying for. And I stood there, and just all of a sudden, I just felt this, like, warmth and kind of like a weight was lifted. Um, Adam said, are you okay? And I just burst into tears, basically, and I couldn't stop. Um, and I just felt kind of overwhelmed and f like uh, filled, I suppose, and just like somebody was there and lifting the things that I was worried about. Um, and then afterwards, I had to go and pick the girls up from their kids' club, and I couldn't stop crying. I was like trying to put myself together. I was like, I can't be crying in front of the kids. You know, like, and it took me the whole walk. I had to stop and pause for a bit because I just was so... I was just crying, and I couldn't stop. And the girls, picked, I, when I picked them up, and they were like, you okay, Mummy?" I was like, I think so, yes. <laughs> no. So what, what impact has, ha has that had on you? So that morning, so that day, I just felt very emotional the rest of the day, very um, like I wanted to know God more, like I wanted to read my Bible more, because I'm a very new Christian anyway. Um, and I just felt very happy, and like I could talk to anyone, and... I did. On that Saturday, I, I wasn't in my tent very much. Um, Sunday, I wasn't. I was speaking. I stayed out Saturday night with everyone and Sunday night. Um, and I just felt like I was at home and at peace with myself, wow. talking to wow. people. And has that carried on? or is yeah, that? I'm here today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Just, just l lastly, just to say, you have a YouTube channel, don't you? Mm, yeah. Which has quite a large number of hits, I think, each well, week. Yeah, Is that right? I, I'm a blogger, social media influencer, whatever you want to label it. Um, I'm on all the social medias. And, 
my YouTube channel. Yeah, it's growing slowly. My blog gets more hits. And what's it called, just so if people want to look it up? Oh, no. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Life with Pink Princesses, because I've got three daughters. Right, okay. Yeah. And you've done one on Ash Burnham as well, haven't I you? I have done the video. I will be doing a blog post, but at the moment I'm a little bit yeah. behind on other stuff. Fantastic. Thank you so much. That's really brilliant. Well done. <laughs> Really good, isn't it? Fantastic. See the way Jesus comes. He fills people with the Spirit. He gives them courage. People start to speak in tongues. There's a sense of joy about it. Did you notice that? Two or three people said they felt happy. Can I say it's all right to smile and laugh in church? It really is. It's okay. In fact, it's the Holy Spirit is encouraging it. Uh, some laughter. So um, that's really good too. Okay. So I reckon we have just about three or four minutes before we start to pray for our nation and for some of our friends. Has anyone else got a really burning testimony about what God has done? Not, not just something good that's happened, but what God has done in your life. Hi guys, uh, I'm Sam. I haven't met many of you before because I'm away at uni most of the time, so do come and say hi. What I do, what I've done for the last uh, few summers for years is attend church camps, attend youth camps, love those. And this summer I had the opportunity to go back and lead on one that I'd done as a kid. And so I was, yeah, I was encouraged. I was looking forward to it. I loved it as a kid. And I was put with a tent to look after of six sporty boys, which was, right, okay, let's get to work. And these boys were not listening to anything that was going in. And I was a bit discouraged, I'll be honest. For the first half of the week, I had six boys. I was hoping to really encourage in their faith, really help grow. And just nothing was going in. Quiet times were quiet. Uh, the main meetings were quiet, and I just, yeah, I was very discouraged. I spent a lot of time praying, a lot of time just trying to ask God what is going on. I, I was pumped for this week, and why is this happening? And more and more, we just kind of just relationally developed and just invested in these kids. Spent a lot of time, I say kids, they're late teens, so hardly kids, but spent a lot of time just really encouraging them. And on the last night, we were just praying for salvation, which is kind of quite a big topic, and I wasn't really looking at my tent, to be honest, because I wasn't expecting that, but we came forward, read out Psalm 51, which was David's call to repentance, and at that, four of my tent just gave their lives to Christ there and then, and was so encouraged by that, God was moving, and so, uh, yeah, big, big clap for God, I'd like to encourage you guys that when we don't see God moving, wow, he is moving. I got a text last week that one of them's just putting a date to get baptized. And so never doubt what he's doing when you sincere and when you can't. Yeah, there's power in his name. Thank you for sharing that. Brilliant. Okay. Come on, Christine. Come on. No, we won't leave that. Come on. It'll be just a quick one. Yeah. As you, um, most of you might know, I broke my arm um, three or four months ago, um, broke my shoulder, and it, I went back for the x-ray after six weeks, and it has healed. But he said the soft tissue will take about a year, and I will be in pain for a year with the soft tissue healing. So I asked for prayer for Karamia. I've also got a problem with my liver. It's not major, but it's producing too much, so I've got an appointment next week to see them about that. But I, I got healed. And then I went away for a couple of weeks, and I was laying on sunbed, so it came back. And I came in on the Sunday myself, and I talked to God as I sat in that chair, and I said, 
come on, this was healed, and I couldn't even do that. When Karamea healed it, it was like this, but I was like this, where I'd been laying on some beds being lazy. And a voice in my head said, put your hand behind your head. And I went up like that. And I'd only sat down by myself, praying to God. And he said to me, lift your hand up and put it behind your head. And I did. And it's fine. Look, it's great. And uh, just one quick thing, one quick thing. When they were, pr- uh, I got it healed again at the end just to confirm it. But she was, they were standing around me and, I, and praying about my liver and my kidneys. And somebody touched me, both sides. And it wasn't there. It wasn't anybody. They said, nobody touched you at all. I said, yeah, I've felt two hands go on my... So I'll find out on Tuesday if um, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, hopefully I am. Thank you, Christine. Fantastic. That's a really uh, good point just to make again about healing is that often we have to press in. So uh, I think most of us have an expectation that it will just go like that. Actually, my experience is sometimes you have to pray three or four or five times. And actually, when you're praying with someone and you're saying, you know, praying with them and just saying, come on, sickness, get out, and it's not going, pray again. Because what you are then doing is demonstrating faith in a God that you know can heal. So this is weird that they're not getting healed. What's all that about? No, no, that's not right. Go on. So you press in again. So can I encourage you, when you pray, press in. Okay. Well, isn't that good to hear all those testimonies? Really encouraging. Well done, everyone, for sharing. That's fantastic. <laughs>